pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Pitch Please, the show where people who play games pitch ideas to people who make them. This week... What you're basically pitching now is like a game based on the end of Indiana Jones' Last Crusade, where you play as Sean yep. Connery bleeding out, <laughs> shouting instructions. Welcome back to Pitch Please. My name's Alex, and I'm joined by developer Chris from Foggy Box. Hello. Developer James from Catastrophic Overload. Hello. Tom. The idea engine. Tom, the tank engine? The Thomas, the idea yeah. tank engine? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> and, and Matthew, our, our in-house regular, what are you, like a wandering podcast? Podcast yeah. nomad. <laughs> Games critic. Extraordinary. King yeah. of the castle verse. Why do I not have why why does hang on, why does Matt have his castle verse and all these all these games I've pitched isn't part of like the haze or something? Them. You've never linked oh, them. So disparate ideas. Every yeah. single game, just like the end of a Marvel film, has a character that comes in that's like, we need you to join uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. It's you come in with an iPad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick Fury comes in and says, giant talking crystal, we need you. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. he's like, oh, hang on. Looks at his, looks at his uh, clipboard and goes, no, no, we don't. You're a terrible no. idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't a terrible. Oh, my God. Dungeon Daddy. <laughs> Don't worry, because you got a new one, Tom. I got I got a new one, and uh, I I opened up my pitch please notepad document that I have on my desktop because I'm so efficient. Uh, about five minutes before we started recording, because I forgot we were recording this today, <laughs> and I read this, and I don't remember writing it i i don't know i don't know if this is like a fever dream or maybe like a post-vaccine shot sort of like i i don't know maybe this comes straight from the vaccine juices uh so it might not be my fault uh are, are you ready for wow. me to read this for i think the second time in my life <laughs> maybe <laughs> i'm very ready uh so it says here watch fire the opposite of Firewatch, in which you manage the stats and signals of an explorer delving into an unknown land. You see their position, health, oxygen, while following uh, survival guides and information from previous explorers, apparently, to inform your decisions and lead your kooky explorer friend to the treasure slash knowledge inside. There's a little bit more, but what do you think of that so far? <laughs> oh my God, so there have been loads of them. So you just keep recruiting people to do this, like, test or whatever, and then, what, leading I, them off a cliff? Maybe? <laughs> That's just I don't know. <laughs> I... I, I I think I was just imagining, like the the in Firewatch, you're constantly in contact with this 
person, right? Mm. And they're so fun and so well written. Haha, <laughs> what a great time. What if you're that person? Is is I think <laughs> what was going through my head at the time. Yeah. Maybe. Um but but yeah, it, you are basically the other side of Firewatch, which is why this is called Watch Fire, obviously. <laughs> so so um, you're what? So you're like, if it was Firewatch in reverse, you would be the one up in the tower. You wouldn't be seeing the action; you would just be hearing it reported back to you about what's I, happening. Yeah, yeah. But you would have like a bunch of stuff, I guess, meters and readings and cameras or something. I to guess see you could have see- like. Yeah, binoculars and uh, maybe uh, in-world events happen and you see, like, I don't know, a, an explosion or something. You go, oh, they've reached the... Uh, an explosion? Okay. Yeah. They could be like, uh-oh, you, you'll hear an explosion, then you'll get a call, like, two seconds later. It's like, I just found something. Uh, <laughs> the trees are on yeah. fire. What do I maybe do? Maybe you see something in the distance and you're like, you need to figure out what quadrant of this zone it's in or something like that, so you have to direct them to that area. Uh, they, you've right. maybe got some like spotty GPS tracking on this person, so you can kind of see the direction he's going. Maybe he's at some point because I it does say here, kooky explorer friend. Maybe he speaks to you on the walkie-talkie and it's like, "Hey, waka waka, some blueberries <laughs> and mushrooms. Can I eat them? Hey, zippa zippa zoo." Um, and you're like, you open up your survival guide and you're like, um, "Don't eat those. You'll die." You will die. You're dead. You're dead. Waka waka. So is this a little bit, a little bit? Keep talking and nobody explodes. But as an explorer, with like, like maybe there's some hieroglyphs, and you're like, oh, okay, that means this. And there's a fork in the road. But where do I go? So you have to get the map out. And be like, mm. okay, if you're in quadrant D six, you need to do a left here. Otherwise, you end up at the the doom tunnel, and you don't want to go there. You don't want to go yet. to the doom. You no, never want to never. go to the doom tunnel. No, uh, maybe is it kind of like that, but with an AI. With with an AI, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. Maybe it's kind of like pitch please. Not pitch, but that's the name of this podcast. Like pitch please, please. <laughs> uh, where you uh, he says like, oh, this this sign says it will go straight to Doom Canyon. Do I want to go to Doom Canyon? You're like, hang on, let me just check the logs from other. Uh, people who have gone down this way and it says yep no uh, everyone that goes to doom canyon dies so don't go to doom canyon go the other way instead that will save you so the the thing that it made me think of initially was and we've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast in fact the very first episode where we came up with what was the god game i can't remember what it's called hashtag Hashtag bless of course so lifeline where that was a a mobile adventure right where a guy would text you and be is he like an astronaut or something? Or he's an explorer, basically. And he's saying like, oh, I'm here. Uh, do I go left or right? And then you tell him and then he'll report back to you through text messages. Yeah, effectively kind through of. Messages. Um, but but I, uh, I think I was imagining this as a more narrative thing. Where yeah, well, this is it, like, it, yeah. I, I love the idea of that, but like expanded into an actual game, like a first person Firewatch style story where you're not, it's not a passive thing. You're not just sitting around waiting for stuff to happen in between the events of this character getting back to you you're in your little base of operations doing other things, trying to mm. solve my- solve this mystery. I really I really like the idea that we can give this character like a horrible personality. They're, or, or they're like super impatient. No, it says kooky. It says kooky. They're super impatient then. And they're just like, I need I need to I need an answer to this right now. And you're like, oh my God, okay, I better find it quick. Or they'll just make a decision. They'll yeah, they'll go and, on their own. And they're like, oh, I've eaten the berries. I'm sure they're fine. And you're like, oh no, don't eat the berries. Oh. So you, you could have a timed element to it, but maybe that's a bit too stressful. You could, you know, because Firewatch was kind of like, oh, very chill, maybe very after, nice. 
maybe after eating quite, the berries, you then get another walkie-talkie message from your kooky old friend. He's like, hey, zigga-zigga-zoo, I'm shitting blood now. What does that mean? <laughs> Check your survival guide. <laughs> if you've got time for zany catchphrases, you're, you're, you're fine health-wise, I think. Yeah. <laughs> He's extremely kooky, endlessly kooky. <laughs> he, can't, he can't help it. It might be, a, it's like some kind of tick. It's an anxiety yeah. tick. He just says he, it. He has a, he has a problem. Yeah. Now, are, waka, are we waka, assuming just... I've, I've left my wife to come here. <laughs> she's, she's deteriorating mentally and I couldn't deal with it. <laughs> Jesus. That's the last firework. That's the set up of firework. I'm not just... Zim, zam, zam, aloo. What was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> how many, are, is there just one character? It, uh, or um, do you have the potential for lots of characters? So if one dies, you get a, you know, a demerit. So this is a roguelike maybe maybe you've got a a shed loads of characters that come through maybe they're tourists and you're like in this like safari park or whatever park this would be mountain park and you're in the middle and you're like right okay the next group of tourists is coming through i've got to help them navigate through and then yeah from afar from afar yeah you've got too many groups there's too many groups going around there's like three or four groups got a megaphone (laughs) <laughs> exactly um, so in my head this was more of like Indiana Jones kind of but you don't Indiana play Indiana Jones Indiana you don't, you don't play <laughs> Indiana Jones so that was my Essex coming through just sort of yeah. <laughs> mashing words together um, but you don't play as Indiana Jones you play as his, you know his mate Jeff or something who's in the back who's got all yeah. the, sh- the spreadsheets and you, like he goes into a, a ruin and you're like okay what do you see and you have to figure out you know, what civilization it was, because it might be mine, it might be this. And you're like, okay, so these symbols line up with this. But, you know, when you get to, that means you're in this ruin. So you're in this quadrant now, we need to go left. Okay, and you've gone left. And now there is a, a puzzle. And you're like, oh, well, whatever it is, Jehovah spelt with an I. And you're like, okay, you need to, you know, say that. And then, <laughs> you know, that's the, that kind of thing, right? See, what you're basically help. pitching now is like, like a game based on the end of Indiana Jones' Last Crusade, where you play as Sean yep. Connery bleeding out, <laughs> shouting instructions. With his catchphrases. Blah, 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 I'm bleeding. Well, you have those catchphrases. Sean Connery. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah, because he is dead. And Indiana Jones doesn't say waka waka. I don't think. I said don't go between them. Waka waka. You, you could add a bit more of a. Uh, challenge to the idea of like if you if you did have multiple parties and there's you're having to keep track of the information you've given them or what they've done to kind of keep on top of it so like you know oh i know that they ate the one of this party ate this particular berry early on and that's fine as long as they don't eat this other berry further on but I need to remember who I've told what so that they don't kind of, you know, you're trying to kind of keep all that information juggling. Because I think if it's just a game about like right. telling one bloke what to do, it might be, it's like playing sort of Uncharted, but just from like the most boring seat in the house. Well, you're Sully. I, I mean, I can see I can see it being <laughs> fun, phone. but maybe that's just the end of the podcast because it's like, yeah, that's a great game. Cool. Let's just make that job done. How, how well, do we push it? How oh, do we push well. it like the interesting part comes from what you do in between that, like when you've said, okay, go left. And then he'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll report back to you or something like what happens in those moments between like, what are you trying to figure out? Like if there's some kind of larger mystery. I think Matt's right in that there has to be some management to it. And maybe it's just the fact that it, we don't serve you everything 
in UI. You've got a big map, but you've got to plot the, the, the journey yourself. Maybe you've got to write down, oh, they, they ate the berry here, mark it on the map. And you go, oh no, that's, they weren't there. I've made a mistake. They're actually all the way over here. So there'll be lots of context clues to be like, I think they're here. They're fine. Or right. they're about to fall down a cliff. Yeah, maybe there is no GPS. Maybe you just have a paper map in front of you and every now and then he comes back, he's like, Zam Zam Zabaloo, there's a split tree here, <laughs> hit by lightning, uh, just as an FYI, and you have to look for that on the map uh, and, yeah. and well, figure out where he is. They're just lost. Now. Is that just it? The, the the setup is this person has a, a satellite phone and they're lost in this massive wilderness and you're like, okay, well, let's try and figure out where you are and then you've got to try and navigate them back to where you are without them dying. Uh, or <laughs> getting to the doing? bottom of the mystery, the, whatever the mystery is. There definitely needs to be obstacles where if you give them the wrong information, it's like yeah. game over for them. So like they're walking along and there's a big snake in the path, but you know that there's like somewhere in the area, there's the famous kissing snake that you're meant to kiss to stop it from <laughs> biting people. But, and you're like, is this the kissing snake? Is it not the kissing snake? Uh, you just think, maybe I make out with a cobra. Why? Yeah. <laughs> just do you, it, right? You could do a lot with randomization as well. You could just be randomly generated a map each time you play. So it'd be like, okay, who am I saving this time? Different map, different set of uh, obstacles, and uh, mm. keep it fresh. Otherwise, it's just like okay, the person died. Well, then I can just carry on trying again, I guess. So, uh, what, are you... that's where there has to be an overarching like goal, right? Some like Tom's saying, some kind of mystery to solve. And even if you are using these people like just dis- disposables, disposables. For a greater goal, without sounding too. <laughs> I feel like yeah, there does need to be about. some things to solve along the way. Otherwise, it's literally just like if you're just getting someone out, it's just like having bear grills on the phone, right? You're just like, <laughs> oh, oh, there's a purple bush, berry bush. Am I like that? Is no, you'll shit yourself and you'll have to drink turtle blood. So, to, it, to, is it just like up. what if you're kind of like the um, if you are in some kind of watchtower or you're basically you are just like the Overwatch, um, and maybe it's maybe it's a national park or maybe it's somewhere else, but there is some kind of greater mystery about this area. Something's happened. You work for SCP or something, and there's a bunch of squads that are sent out into this area, and you're the Overwatch, and you're like, okay, somewhere within this within this forest, there's a creature that we have to capture, or there's a portal kissing going snake. somewhere. There's a kissing <laughs> you snake. have to get the kissing snake. You have to find the kissing snake. Um, or there are multiple <laughs> weird mysteries that inhabit this forest, and you have to figure out what links them together, what the greater mystery is by managing these different teams that are walking around the forest trying to investigate it. I, lo- uh, I love that James. idea, but I, I want them to be amateurs. I want them to not be survivalists or like army people. Maybe they are just like a bunch of paranormal investigators that are just, oh, we, we know so there's something like local... in this. Yeah. And you, you've been employed. You've been employed because they keep turning up and people keep going missing or something. And you're like, right, we need someone here. <laughs> to like look after these people that keep turning up and <laughs> eating the wrong berry or something, you know, the, I kind of like that setup. I think going back to Tom's uh, papers, please sort of reference to that in terms of, I think you should be able to get like stuff sent to your phone. Like they take a picture and you get it. And then you have to find a reference to something in that picture in a big sort of encyclopedia or of mythology or whatever, or for that, for that area. And you're like, okay, I can see that symbol. That's like the 
the rock, the big rock that's shaped like a snake's head, the kissing snake's lair. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah. so if you're there, you need to go like left of that, left of the big oak that, you know, is to the left of it. Um, but you can see that in the, the picture, but you only know that from matching it up to a reference in the book. Mm. So it's yeah, about I, sort I, of I finding like the information. Idea of there being like a bookshelf next to you and it's filled with all this literature in the game that you can flick through and maybe there's some content in there five percent of it is actually useful though and you place bookmarks (laughs) and check marks in all of these books and eventually you just have these stack of books next to you on this desk of stuff that's actually useful among all of the crap that isn't so when he sends a picture of this hieroglyphic symbol you're looking for that book in the bookcase and then flicking through every page to try and find it um and then when you finally land on it it's like Great, cool, amazing. However, by that point, he's already left or is like, uh, he's taken the left path and you read the hieroglyphic later on. It's like, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. You weren't meant <laughs> to go that way. book upside down. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like that idea because you could, have, if, I, I like that we're leaning in more into the narrative side of it and you could just have yeah. within the, within the uh, columns of the books, um, like other annotations from other people that have worked your 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 job so they'll be like oh this person ate this berry and then you might see a annotation from the previous occupant going oh yeah don't listen to them when they say it's this it's actually this i mean that works great for like the tutorial segment right where where Mm. that's as far as the previous explorers got and they're like okay we'll handhold you through this bit because we've got the annotations that is literally saying go left here and all of that stuff and then eventually the annotations stop because you've you've progressed further than the previous explorers Mm. ever have and also, it's a cool like story moment when when I don't know. There's like a, a ink splash, and the line dri- drags all the way off the book because <laughs> that's when that person oh, yeah. died. Yeah. <laughs> and you can get a black light, and you can see a hidden number on it, and you're like, oh, that go that leads to a page, and then it tells you it's on a map of the back of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> and it was national treasure, the game all along. <laughs> Just staring at lemons the whole game. Like, Nick why Cage. is there a bowl of lemons in here? <laughs> What's <there>. that? <laughs> Um, okay, well, I th- I think uh, we enjoy the idea at this point, so I'm mm. going to continue with my pitch. Oh, twist. Yeah. Oh, I have a twist. Oh, <laughs> so we can scrap this entirely because, again, I don't remember when I wrote this. Twist. At some point, the entity inside contacts you and gives you more information, right? You're hallucinating. um, (laughs) You you cannot tell your explorer friend about it as the radio gets garbled when you even think about telling them. Uh, (laughs) For example, and I don't know what this is, is an example to because this just seems to happen out of nowhere. Example. Must have high heart rate to enter a particular area. Must be dangerously low on oxygen, etc. And that's where my writing ends. <laughs> because that's What's where you died. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I thought it would be a good idea to try and decipher what I've done here. Um, okay. So, so there's, there's an entity that contacts you, and I guess is the spirit of the cave, the, the kissing, kissing snake, snake itself. It contacts you, and it's just it's just hissing and smooching. It it sounds like you're trying to engineer certain things, but you can't tell them directly. So it becomes about using communication 
in a like that thing about the heart rate you can't say oh to get through this door your heart rate needs to be higher because the entity's told me so you just have to do stuff that's going to get his heart rate higher yeah. so he can go through so you're right. almost trying to trick them in the information you're giving them to to get to you know what you actually want that's interesting i i think that's that's kind of what i was thinking where like where it says must be dangerously low on oxygen for some reason, maybe like the guy is like, "Hey, zig 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 zigar, I am running out of oxygen. I when shall I refill?" You're like, "No, not yet." I think not yet. I think what Matt's trying to say is that it's a different kind of puzzle. Then, so you could have choices. It's like, okay, I know that he has a high heart rate to go through it. I'll make him run through here, or okay, he needs to go through here, but he needs to have low oxygen. How do you get low on oxygen? What if I make him swim? Like. That's a yeah. way of making that a puzzle where right. you have to think about okay. how situations like, so cause like, these things. I feel like every individual room then becomes almost like like a point-and-click adventure. Use adventurer on lake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and suddenly like, oh, low on oxygen now. Use exhausted adventurer on door, and now it works for some reason. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or like trying to put them in particular situations that gets them in the correct physical state, I suppose, to proceed. Bleeding. Based on what the entity <laughs> is communicating to you. Uh, <laughs> so the entity, is this a dead by daylight thing? Is that where that came from? I don't know. It's Nicholas Cage. I, I feel like the sky. I feel like it's like a, a, a haunted relic inside the dungeon that you're trying to recover, and it's communicating with you. Maybe before it's a you... crystal skull, and it's actually an alien. <laughs> well, but before you brought this up initially, I was thinking it was starting to lean slightly towards the um, like the kind of Cthulhu-y style thing, perhaps, uh, or at least the occult. Like I really like the idea of it being paranormal or occult, like something kind right, of weird okay. going on there. But the entity kind of works. It's the same same kind of deal. Like, but I love I something love that idea has of, contacted you, and yeah. it wants your boy to have a higher heart rate to get into the <laughs> next room. Uh, so, is it like a, a dis, like a management adventure game? Like, are you uh, with with deception? You're 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 deceiving the people that you're managing <laughs> because that's the only way to get to to complete the the puzzles. I don't think you're necessarily deceiving them. You're just trying to to do what the entity says, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, but you can't tell the adventurer that's in the in the trial or whatever that that you have extra information. I maybe maybe no. Let's go with no twist. <laughs> let's go back, <laughs> shall we? Because I think that's just confused the twist uh, is, you as no much twist. as I confused me. Um, I, I maybe maybe this was an amazing idea, but I just simply can't communicate. I don't it know, I'm trying to think because because of... an entity is telling me the information. <laughs> like if we if we forget the like story element of like why that exists, there's I feel yeah. like there's a nice mechanic there of like okay, let's take in the heart rate one. I need you to go from point A to point B with a high heart rate, without communicating that to the to this this NPC. Can it can it be more like um, story based? So it would be like you've got to say over the radio, "Hey, there's a monster coming. You've got to run now." So you've got to, or maybe there's a list of options, and it would be like, uh, "Oh, there's ice cream here back at the back at base," and they get all excited and their heart rate goes up. Like, are there are there like just silly choices that you've got to try and match it up with what you've got to try and suss this person's 
My personality. God. So it's like Firewatch dialogue style, like like dialogue wheel style selections. Yeah, yeah. so there'd be choices. But, but the outcome of those will affect the, your progression through the, the puzzles. Yes. Yes. I think that works, but only if you couple it with like, if you have multiple characters, they each have a different sort of personality. Yeah. And the answer depends on the person you're talking to. And maybe you have their profile or something you can check. And it's like, hey, this, loves ice cream. this guy loves ice cream. Like, <laughs> he gets really excited for it. Um, so like, I'll use the ice cream answer on this. Doesn't like running, likes ice cream, will run for ben ice cream. At the end of this tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His name is Ben and his brother is Jerry. It's the guy, it's Ben and Jerry's. And this guy loves, this guy hates Nick Cage. He's like, Nick Cage is coming. And it's definitely not. Watch out, Nick Cage is behind Nick you. Nick heart rate gets dangerously high <laughs> when you mention Nicolas Cage. Cage. He loves the National Treasure films. Because <laughs> then they're like, I've got ice cream. And he's like, what ice cream? And then you have to look in the freezer and find a real brand of ice cream. Mm. Like that's that's oh the information you're trying. So you're trying to like scrape the ice uh, off the packet to make sure a- you get a, ge- a, ge- a genuine ice cream. Yeah, I've got a dip dab. I hate dip dab. Wait, dip dab's not an ice cream. What are you talking about? No, that's a sherbet. <laughs> that's a sherbet thing. What am I thinking of? Twister. What's the one that looks like a dip dab? Like it's like red. I'm thinking of Rocket. Is it Rocket? That's the lolly. Are you thinking of a Rocket lolly? looks nothing like... a Rocket lolly. No. That looks nothing like a dip dab. I'm glad you're thinking of a... I think you're thinking of a knobbly bobbly. Yes. Also, that's not an ice cream, just to clarify. It's a nice lolly. What? It's not the cream in it. Christ. All right. What, a knobbly bobbly? It's covered in ice cream, isn't it? I mean, this is all great dialogue for the game. <laughs> what is yes. really ice cream or ice lolly? <laughs> Except it's, imagine it's Sean Connery shouting that and he's bleeding out. <laughs> and if you get the ice lolly, the occult takes their soul. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. Right. So, okay. ice, ice cream, ice cream. <laughs> what, what are you thinking of this so far? Like, in terms of the overall game, how are you? Is this I, coming uh, together for you in any way? How are you picturing yeah, I, it? I think the the big worry with this is that for, for all the exciting stuff that's happening off screen, it's how you kind of capture that and bring that to life. Like it would have to have amazing sound design to kind of capture that because otherwise you're just you're in quite a static, boring room looking at t- text documents, basically. Um, yeah, that that feels like a hurdle you've got to get over a little bit. I don't know how you create more urgency. You could argue the same thing for something like Firewatch, right? There's so much of that is just done through through dialogue and through sounds. Yeah, but you uh, are fundamentally moving through a forest. You are walking around. You're not trapped. If, if Firewatch was only in that tower, I don't think it would be as beloved. Yeah, this is more of a radio play where you yeah, hear, you the, hear the sounds. This is basically like a very sexy Archers episode. Yeah, <laughs> the one where they <laughs> go to a ruin. And make but out I with think snakes. That's, that's where, like the the puzzle stuff that Tom was talking about, like inside the tower, inside the you know, I don't know, the Overwatch room, whatever it would be, comes from. Like in terms of having the map and having the books to research, and like, and, and also like that, the the story of, um, like I don't know, like previous previous people who have been in that job and like seeing the notes that they've had, that they've left, and things. I think somehow being able to tie that stuff together could be like a pretty cool a pretty cool tense story is there a version of this where you are a person who's part of the exploration party but like against your will like 
you're an academic who's been dragged along. You've got a rucksack full of stuff and you are there present in the situations which you're trying to manipulate with information. Oh, you're leading the Nazi explorers. Yeah, the like, take us to the treasure. And then you're like, absolutely, uh, sir. Kiss that snake. <laughs> yeah, uh, got the dialogue already sorted. <laughs> Kiss, well, Kiss you know, it needs to be workshops, but <laughs> no, you need to play the Germans in this yeah. in this game now, Matt. That's that's that has to happen. Nine. You kiss the snake. Kiss the snake, Mister Explorer. Use tongues. Yeah, so, better. are you imagining this? Like, none of this takes place in the tower now. This would just be. Your well, version no, of I'm it. just I'm just suggesting that's a direction you could go. You'd basically be like a nice version of um who's the French guy in Raiders of the Lost Ark who gets like pulled along with the Nazis. He is a he is a baddie, but if he okay. was good, like he's like the he's like the Indiana Jones sort of rival. That guy. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but yeah. You've like made your bed with the enemies, now you have to sort of sleep in it kind of scenario. Okay, and so that's where the deception comes you in. You get to see all the stuff firsthand, but it yeah. is a, that is a radically different game. So so I, when you get contacted by the entity, it's like, uh, make sure they pick it up and I'll, I'll melt their faces. Yeah. And you're like trying to get them to melt their faces <laughs> so you can escape. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think there is something about, because we've been talking about Firewatch, obviously that's the, the point of reference, like I am imagining when I'm talking about all this stuff like some kind of vast jungle or woods or something but being in a tower and seeing stuff happening like in the distance or hearing the noises mm. of things happening in the distance there was, there's something that I always remember from the opening of um, The Last of Us the first one where you play as um, you know Joel's daughter right at the beginning and she's walking around when she's woken up and her dad's disappeared and she's looking around for him she goes into the bedroom and you see on television there's like a news, some kind of like newscast happening and they're talking about like, I don't know, something's happening downtown and there's an explosion. And then suddenly you hear a big bang and look out the window and really far off in the distance, you see the explosion. And that feels like you're really connected to something quite big and frightening that's happening that is far off, but imminent at the same time. And there's something that's really atmospheric about that. And like, I think being able to capture that could be really cool. Um, mm. James, I agree. We need to make I, the Last of Us, but Explorer edition. I agree totally. So yeah. uncharted. <laughs> I I I, I want to capture that. But just to just to talk about what Matt was saying about how how can we make it feel less sedentary? Well, maybe we lean into the occult and you get visions. So you actually could have elements of the game where you're you're Ooh, you're okay. walking around in throughout the forest, or you own, you have your own little puzzles to maybe you even solve the puzzle and then you communicate that back to the person that you're trying to talk through it mm. you know we could we could uh in intersperse elements yeah, of that I mean, throughout dust it in I, I, I just think like if a nazi's making out with a snake i kind of want to see it <laughs> okay yeah that's true there's, like, there's the clip that because that, that could yeah. be anything and that's the twitter clip like, right there what's going on mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i do right, i do i do think i do think there is something I mean, maybe it's just a BAFTA winning game. I don't know. But where you can be completely sedentary in this single room and you see the elements happening in the distance, I really think that's mm. strong. But to, yeah, I, I kind of see where you're going with like, well, you're just, you're, you're hearing about all these amazing things. So either you have to make those really boring or no, I mean, I'm joking, but you can make everything <laughs> that happens outside of the room worse than reading the a book of notes. <laughs> Um, yeah, or- I mean, I, I like the idea that 
it's it's not like in the 50s or something and you're relying on pen and paper and compass and stuff like that. Maybe you okay. do have all of this technology to begin with and stuff starts to fail or maybe they go deeper into the dungeon, the GPS stops working or whatever. Um, stuff starts to slowly disappear, but then it does mean towards the end of the game, the climax of the story, you can't see or really hear any of it. It's just like... <laughs> He comes back, he comes through the door and it's like, hey, solved it. Nice, let's get out of here. Assuming they make it You're just hanging around in your your little room and the credits just start rolling. (laughs) Off in the distance. (laughs) So you see the credits raising into the sky. And you're like, oh, well, I have a great time. I guess she's done it. You will start to feel like you're just directing the main character of the story. (laughs) Could you not sort of view what's going on from a live feed but as a cutscene, so you you you, you mm. set up what happens, and then the cutscene unfolds based on your decisions that you've told them to do, uh, and you're viewing it as like a someone's sending you a live feed kind of yeah. situation. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it would be full color; you wouldn't have like filters over it. But you could when you're in when oh, you're so that sequence is yeah. So it's it's predetermined by the stuff you've just decide, told them to do, and it kind of patches um, it together based on your decisions. Yeah, yeah. and it, it can it's. Um, it would play out kind of like a, unless it plays out kind of like a Telltale game, where sort of as you go, as they as they act it out, mm-hmm. it then cuts back to you. Do it, you make a decision? You're like, okay, yeah, do I want them to do this based on this? Mm-hmm. And it sort of goes back to them and goes, okay. Now, I like the idea that there is this live feed on a screen at maybe all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are able to kind of like glimpse at it and see, yep, they're still doing that thing while I'm researching this thing in this book. And I look back at it, or maybe you're trying to, you know, discover some clue or something. And then all of a sudden you hear a loud noise and you immediately in the game, you're trying to like look at the screen again to see what the mm. fuck is going on. Right. And it's all shaky and crazy and you're trying to determine what's going on. And I, I think it should just be an element in the game that you can just watch all the time if you want to. I suppose nothing will actually happen. Uh, it's like being in the spooky van in the, in um, that horror, that ghost hunting game. Oh, phasmophobia. Phasmophobia, phasmophobia yeah. You do the classic um, cinematic thing, like Chris is saying, where you know you see it all fuzzy, and then the camera sort of pans through the screen, and then it's all in full color. Like if there's if there is a big moment, because you you want to represent to the player like this is what this character's feeling right now so they see it in more detail than you do through the eyes of a screen through the through their eyes so yeah i really like that though i think that could work i like this idea that you can see all this stuff happen and you're like well i'm still in this room oh my god i'm i'm here and they're all the way over there and i better be careful to not give them bad information like at some point then we have to let the player come out of that or go into like they have to be able to like something happens towards the end of the game where you step back from mission control and then you it's your responsibility to go out and finish the story oh man that'd be so cool if you yeah you you come out of the room and you basically retread the steps that you've seen through this (laughs) live footage right okay you're like okay i remember this room and you can see the evidence of all the things that they've done like the the plinth is in the place where you told them to put it the icon is put on this pedestal up here there's a blood splatter from when this dude died ah sucks to be that guy and you are in in the back of your mind you've made is yeah, a, a, like a snake with lipstick. 
yeah. <laughs> yeah. A few kissy um, marks on the wall. Like, yeah. Jehovah's <laughs> spelt with an yeah. I. <laughs> and this entire time, you're like, because I guess the the reason you're going into this thing, the, the feed cuts off completely. There's no sound, there's no nothing. It just cuts out and you've got no information. Oh, man, and this I entire time, you're retreading the steps. You're just like hoping he's in there. And then about halfway through, just as you're about to get to the door, it fades to black and the credits roll because the main character in the other room <laughs> just finished, finished the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, hear, you hear an Xbox achievement ping in the next room. <laughs> it's like, like, what are you doing in there? Oh, wait. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I'm a... You're man. going... You're going a, in there, you son of a bitch. There's a Nazi in bed with a snake. <laughs> and you're just, just like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh my god. But the idea of like retracing the steps, I think, is that to me feels like the thing that's that's tying it all together. Because that is like a super payoff at the end when you're like, fuck, oh, you know, like I'm doing I'm making all these decisions, but I'm not actually getting to see it or you know, experience it play out firsthand. And then all of a sudden you have to leave the room and you have to go to like based on all these decisions you've made. I, I don't think it should be like, oh, I remember when he had to jump across this these this spike trap in this certain order and it becomes like an action jumping game where you have to actually do it oh, all yeah, yourself. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's it's mainly you're just going through this thing that's already unlocked, already opened, and you're just walking through it and just seeing it yeah. all for the first time through it, but I mean your eyes. Yeah. The the decision having already made sold has opened it, it all up for yeah. them. Mm. Um and, and I, I mean it's it's a walking sim, but I, I think narratively that's so cool. Um, yeah. Well, but also like having the person. puzzles. I think like having the puzzle element. Like I, I don't know how. Like again, I don't know how this is going to work, and probably this is something that uh, maybe people listening can help us with. But the idea of having these the books and stuff and the puzzles in your mission control area, whatever that is, whether it's like an old library or a big watchtower in a jungle or something. Like I love the idea of going through those books and and reading people's kind of past experiences, trying to piece things together, trying to figure out on a bigger map in front if you were on a table where your guy currently is, where your squad currently is and how to get them to the next bit and all that kind of stuff. I think that could be like keeping the player constantly active in a way that <clears throat> you're having to think with one part of your brain where to send them next, but then also having to constantly engage with this character, telling them what they're supposed to be doing right now, I think could be could be quite a cool way of keeping keeping it active, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I want to get an idea of the scale we're thinking here, by the way, because I think we started with... Uh, explore a survival on an island in an entire forest or whatever but i feel like we've uh reduced it to a room by room dungeon <laughs> thing now right i, I, I would know. say it's linear but that changes based on your decisions right so you go through one thing and then whatever's behind that door changes based on the decision you had when you mm. had to make that decision so it's it's random there are multiple endings, I guess. Well, there are multiple routes to the ending. Maybe there are multiple endings, but there are at least multiple routes to the to the ending that you would at least visually see different if you played through it again, made different decisions. I, th- I think it's definitely want, linear. You'd want it to start. I, in my head, I see it starting in the jungle. So you've got the above ground, you've got the GPS. Then they go in mm-hmm. the cave. The GPS fails, but they've got some radio. Then they find the hatch to the to the temple, and then it's in a massive so i think you can still have maybe just what would you class it different different biomes different scenes or whatever you'd want to call it you could have an opportunity to just have completely different areas and you go underground 
Yeah. Okay. I, I like the idea of it being an island as well. Like that feels like it almost feels a little bit like um, you know, like the Call of Cthulhu style, the one with Mountains of Madness. Um, just like these people exploring, exploring this whole new part of the world, this unknown part of the world that has some kind of ancient or weird occult thing in it, whether it's evil or whatever it is. There's some kind of mystery that needs to be <laughs> that needs what? to be uncovered in a remote part of the world. What's this the uh, sounds amazing? What's the film with Nick Cage in with the bees? Isn't that set on an island? Uh, <laughs> Wicker Man. Wicker Man. <laughs> We've made the Wicker Man. Excellent. Not <laughs> the bees. Um, <laughs> All right, Tom. So, can you? I think we've 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 veered, but we're kind of like in a similar uh, similar ballpark. I mean, we the only the only way we've uh, diverted from what's written here is we we took out whatever the hell that twist was. Um, <laughs> the entity. But yeah, it's 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 uh, helping a group of explorers discover and uncover the mystery of the island uh, while. Uh, stuck in your library, uh, watching a live stream, looking at a paper map, following their GPSs, monitoring their health and oxygen levels and all of this stuff, I, maybe, um, <clears throat> and helping them get to the end. And the twist at the end is that eventually all tech fails and you lose communication with your, with your explorers and you have to go and uh, retread the steps that you've made your explorer friends, kooky explorer friends, uh, not Nazis, <laughs> not Nazis. Okay, uh, unless um, and, I, don't, uh, I feel like Nazis and kooky explorer friends are, should not be in the same description. Oh, they were a wacky uh, bunch, weren't they? But, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you get you get to the end and you discover, oh my god, my my fi- only last uh, explorer. He's 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 starting to be abducted by aliens. He's holding the crystal skull, and you have to stop it. And that's and how you save the snake. You save the expedition, <laughs> and then uh, you close the book after with all your annotations, and then the credits roll. And after the credits, someone else opens the book and is starting <sighs> to follow your annotations. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and he goes into the, your the dungeon son himself. Slash daughter. Yes, which you had. In the middle of the game, yes, there's a weird cutscene. There's a weird <laughs> snake. Bit where <laughs> what remains of the kissing snake? That's that's the it's name of the explorer half snake. <laughs> All kissing. Uh, no, All yes, mouth. That's the that's the, the quote for this game. <laughs> yeah, half explorer half snake. All kissing. <laughs> wow. um, Matthew, what, what do you think of this? What's your uh, what's your take? Yeah, like. I'm obviously I'm big into the snake kissing. Um, I think yeah. that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I like the. I, I love a game with a big narrative twist uh, that has a big mechanical um, shift connotations. Um, it's it, weirdly it reminds me a bit of like what the um, like stories untold or. That's what um, I was thinking of. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't think of the name of the game. Like a kind of interface information management game that then becomes a more like a, almost a sort of like a more lived in horror experience or something is yeah. f- feels like the kind of thing that those guys would do. Um, Observation actually also had a similar kind of it was like two thirds one thing, one third another. Um, yeah, I think this is cool. Well, that's pretty. That's pretty positive from from you guys. Holy actually. shit. Oh, um, hang on. I I just remembered there's a second yeah. end credit scene when yeah. the door opens 
and it's Dungeon Daddy, the Crystal of Wisdom. Well, oh. Oh, now, now you have got a Tomverse. Finally, that is connective yeah. teaching. If I live for that shit. Chris, yeah, I mean, I, I really like man in the chair games. You know, when you're, I think the that's man becoming a the theme, chair. right? A lot of these uh, episodes have become that. That's yeah. become our new roguelike thing. It's, it's a XCOM. It's, it's a, 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 a you can suit a lot of genres. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that kind of thing, and I like being able to when you when you retread everything at the end, seeing the consequences of your actions and just being like, Oh, I remember, I remember making that decision and that man is dead because of it. Like and then it visually me, yeah. seeing that mm. is a, uh, is nice. Not for him. It's nice. <laughs> Not yes, for him. Visually no, seeing the dead man is nice that I killed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, James. Yeah. Uh, same as Chris. I, I love the idea that you can go back and retread those steps, but it, like in the walking dead where you see the results, you know, the little bar charts that say you made these decisions. I love all that. So the idea that you could see if, like a physical representation of those yeah, choices i think is taking it to the next level uh i think that's cool and i love i like the story and uh yeah i'll play it let's go <laughs> wow all right holy shit that sounds like a pretty good one tom that sounds like a pretty good one i think my only notes are like what matt was saying it it's it needs to be a very fucking good radio play like the sound design <laughs> for the other end of the walkie-talkie or the live stream or whatever needs to be amazing because you want to you want to know everything that's going on even if you're not being able to watch it, I think that's mm. that's super important. But, but that's fine. Like that's, we'll leave that to the. We're just the blue sky people, right? We'll leave yeah, that to the. Yeah, uh, I've, to I've the done what I need there. to do. I, I think <laughs> yeah. this is a um, this is a great message, though. Uh, if this is what I came with in my vaccination fever dream, then you know what? Maybe maybe everyone should get vaccinated so they can come up with their own amazing <laughs> pictures for games. If you're not Stuart, vaccinated, Stuart then you know you're not going to have any good ideas. I've been I've been really struggling with uh coming up with a pun the best i've come up with this entire yeah. time is let's snake out um i do like snake <laughs> yeah, out <laughs> that's that's all i could think of with kissing and snakes oh, chris I've, i was really trying you've done it again you've right. done it again i've, I've ended a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah there he is our kooky explorer friend chris wacka wacka zim zim zimalim if you like let's snake out the game or the name you can, uh, you can, or if you have any better ideas of, of how you might actually tell the story, you can let us know. Uh, where can they let us know, Tom? Why do you always do it in that in that order? <laughs> Why do you start <laughs> saying it and then ask me? Uh, at Pooch Plus Pod, pitch please pod without any vowels on Twitter right. or in the comments yeah. of the YouTube video or in the reviews on iTunes or yeah. I don't know, attach it to a pigeon and send Just it towards me. Just call me. Call me up. Just call me. Yeah. Call me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, until oh, we're we're going to take be taking a little break for one episode's time, but then we will be back. So if you if you're wondering uh, if anyone happens to refresh Cares. their feed feverishly, <laughs> very unlikely, uh, yeah. other than me, uh, and you're surprised <laughs> that there's nothing there, that's why we'll be back. Um, we'll be back. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you everyone uh, who's here joining us talking now and listening and we'll, we'll see you next time <laughs> goodbye <laughs> bye. bye thanks bye thanks bye 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 bye